Hello, and welcome to the Equiline Podcast. I'm Dr. Wendy Corin. And I'm Dr. Dave Lundquist. And today we're going to talk to you about how you can tell when your animal will benefit from a chiropractic visit. Because the number one question that we're asked by people when we're just out and about is chiropractic? Why would my animal ever need that? And I think it's important for you to understand what the indications are that a checkup might be in order. This, like Wendy said, this is probably one of the most common questions we get. And it's one of the most simple things that I tell people is, do you notice a change, first of all, in behavior? And this is probably one of the biggest reasons we get called for a lot of horses is, for, or, or dogs. It's a change in behavior. They're doing something different that they haven't done before, whether some horses, all my horses never stopped before. Now all of a sudden my horse is stopping or all of a sudden my horse won't turn right. My horse won't turn left. Uh, it's not eating as much as it used to. Uh, there's always some indication. A lot of times you'll find without putting your hands on the horse, a lot of times you'll find change in behavior. And to relate that to the dogs, dogs that used to jump into the car easily, dogs that used to jump on the couch, whether you wanted them to or not, sitting awkwardly when they used to sit correctly. You know, many of these things need to be checked out by a veterinarian first. Absolutely, you want to make sure there is no emergency and or health-related problem. What we find, though, is the subtle things that the owners notice right away can be an indication of discomfort, of misalignment, and fixing them first can save you a tremendous amount of headache and money later. Yeah. I mean, we find sometimes it's just the simplest of things when we check them. So watch for that change in behavior. Watch for that change. Sometimes it's attitude change. You know, some dogs all of a sudden you go to touch them and they, or you go to get near them and you, they, you hear that little growl that comes out of them. Or they move away from you. You reach out to touch them and they move away from you. They shy away from you. Those are really good indications that something's going on with that animal that you haven't been aware of yet. The other ways we tend to notice that an animal needs some form of correction is watch them move. You know, there's animals that will run, you know, we all have our, our wiggly, whether it's a horse or a dog, the ones that going a straight line is a challenge on a good day. You want to watch and notice, can the pelvis go left and right when they're moving away from you? It's supposed to move in balance. Notice, are they able to extend their legs in the front Equally, left and right, you can watch this from a distance. You can watch this as they're running towards you. Learn to pick up on things, and then you'll understand how it is that an adjustment or fascial work can make a big difference. And I'm going to back up a little bit because I know we've explained how it is that chiropractic can make a difference. Most of the people who don't know whether their horse or their dog or their cat or their uh, potbelly pig needs work, do not actually understand the interface between health and chiropractic. So how is it that a small change in perception, 
a small change in motion into a vertebra or a joint space can change the brain so much and so quickly that that animal starts to move better. So we're talking about observation. You have to be keeping your eye on your animals and finding out what looks different. And that's the biggest thing is something looks different. We've had people say this to us. Something looks different. We're not sure what it is, but something just seems to be off with the animal. And that's just the observation. We haven't even got into palpation experiences yet. But through observation, we have people say, well, yeah, my, I, I noticed my horse carries its head tilted to one side. Or I noticed that the tail is always off to one side. So there's many observations that you can make and find the differences. And how chiropractic works at that interface is that the body perceives through its skin, through its hair follicles, and that ability to perceive gets sent to the brain so that the brain can then fire the correct muscles and act correctly. So when there's discomfort, when a paw hurts, when a coffin joint is not moving correctly, and all of a sudden those animals are not getting the information about where the footfall is to know how to move correctly in the next stride. So they compensate. So they limp or they just move differently or they avoid that pattern. Often a dog that won't sit hasn't lost its knowledge of what sitting is, but the biofeedback from their body to their brain says, fear that, that's uncomfortable, I'm going to avoid that. And where we can come in, or anybody who knows how to interface with that horse, dog, cat, potbelly pig are on my mind today, how we can interface interface with that with our hands with increasing motion with using fascial tools with using tape can then change the perception and then they start moving better which is why it is often perceived that oh my god they got adjusted and they're all better no they perceive themselves as better less fear of moving you see something right away a lot of times subluxation in the body creates overwhelming sensation going into the brain. And we find this very common with horses. A lot of times with, with horses, the change in behavior a lot of times is, oh, I went out for a trail ride today and they were spooking at everything. And we get that a lot. And a lot of times it's overwhelming of sensation coming into the brain. And so little things will, can spark a spook in a horse that normally it wouldn't spook at. So a lot of times what we'll find is pole subluxations, uh, mid-thoracic subluxations from saddle issues, uh, things to watch for. You pull the saddle out and your horse automatically, his ears go flat. It's saying, ooh, you're gonna put that thing on my back and my back hurts. So they'll be much more aware of that. People say, oh, my horse is cold back. My horse is always cold back. Cold back is a great indication that horse needs to be adjusted. And in a dog, you'll, you'll find the same thing with anxiety behaviors. There is a tremendous relationship between discomfort and dis-ease. Now, 
That doesn't mean that all anxiety is pain because it's not. It's just that if, as Dave said at the beginning, there's a change in behavior, then it can be associated with some misfiring of information. And little things can make big differences. Had that yesterday with a dog that was not able to move forward. I mean, at all, just stuck, would not move forward. And simply locating an area of distress in between the shoulder blades. And in a dog, there's so little access to the spine up and through there. The scapula, the shoulder blades come together at such a steep angle. And when they play with other dogs and someone broadsides them and that knocks them out of place or they jump down off furniture, jump down off um, out of the car, that area can get very jammed up either with uh, subluxation and ir irritation at the joints where the vertebrae come together or in the muscular area or in the fascia that has to glide in order to allow muscles to move in a healthy way. So there's so many ways that you can interface and understanding when they need some form of help saves so much stress and aggravation for all of us. With dogs, when they can't jump up on something, that's generally a low back issue. And when they can't jump off of something, they can't jump down, that's generally neck and shoulder issues. So it just kind of gives you an indication of things to watch for and where it could be coming from. And then you can actually put your hands on your animal and start to palpate them and feel for muscle tension in one area that they don't notice in, an, in another area. Notice for when they twitch, because animals, it's great with animals, they have something called a paniculus, which is a normal type reflex, but it also helps, is very indicative for areas of subluxation in the spine. When you run your finger, you'll notice if you've ever had a dog and you run your finger down their spine and all of a sudden you see that twitch that isn't just a general twitch, but it's a, sometimes it could be a full body twitch or it runs through a lot of muscle, different muscles in their body. You see their whole body react to that one spot. That's a great indication of an area where that animal needs to be adjusted. And even when there's a known issue when there's a sore or a cut on one paw and they offload it, that puts a lot of stress on the rest of the body. Same thing with a horse, a, a hot nail in one shoe can create abnormal stress on the other areas of the body. So our advice when understanding whether or not an animal needs chiropractic and hands-on inter interface uh, and you need to make a decision as to where you want to go to help your animal is you have to look at the whole. Uh, we evaluated a horse yesterday via video and we were asked to pick where the horse was off. And I couldn't pick because it was not functioning and moving normally anywhere. I can't know from that what came first. And yes, it's nice for all of us to understand, well, what was the pathology and where does the veterinary work need to be and all of that, and the diagnostics are extremely important. What you find, though, is by the time they've been avoiding pain for a day, a week, or a month, and they've compensated everywhere, what you're just going to see is abnormal movement. And as an owner-trainer, sometimes just knowing that 
and knowing to ask for help is the best service you can provide for your companion dog, your agility dog, your frisbee dog, your working dog, your hunter jumper, or your couch potato in both horse and dog form. Yeah, a lot of times we'll find we adjust an animal and then the person comes back and says, wow, now you've adjusted the animal. Now the, the original issue all of a sudden really shows up. It's because we've taken out so much of that compensation. And these are the things that we need to know. This is the feedback that we like to get from clients because that's how we find out some of the main issues that, this, that your animal's been having because we start clearing out the other ones. So you have to be aware, you have to pay attention Notice their behaviors, notice their abnormal behaviors, notice their abnormal motions, notice the abnormal palpation. When you put your hands on them and you go to move them, wow, this area doesn't feel like it moves very well. You can feel that stiffness in their back. You can feel that muscle tension in their hips and their muscles. And those are definitely areas of compensation or are definitely areas of an issue that need to be addressed. And it's interesting, it just came to mind the other question when people say, how do I know if my dog needs to be adjusted? Often another question we get is, well, you know, can, can putting a piece of tape on camouflage it? You know, are you making them feel better and something else is happening? And just to clear it up, no. No, no, just just simply no. When you're putting uh, kinesiology tape over an area and you're improving communication between the brain and the body, it does not make a pathology no longer represent itself in the brain. If that information is more important, then the brain will prioritize it. And if there is a broken leg, it will still be broken and they will not stop limping. So... When you're correcting something, and whether you're using hands-on fascial work, chiropractic work, acupuncture, any, and you're and you're improving a communication between brain cell and body cell, you're not, as as we hear sometimes, placeboing, because what you're doing is improving levels of communication so that appropriate mobility can occur. And it's really important to understand that you're not hiding anything. You cannot do harm by improving communication, but you can, as Dave said, locate an issue that was being compensated for and bring attention to something that really does need emergency and or uh, veterinary intervention. Is there placebo in animals? Well, uh, <laughs> according to people who have never done any research or any science, there is a belief system that there's placebo effects. Truly, and we can have this as a whole other podcast, if I could heal from a placebo versus a drug that costs, you know, $50,000, give me the placebo as long as I get well at the other end. Well, that's, that's why I always say about animals <clears throat> is if you ever doubt the efficacy of chiropractic just follow an animal chiropractor around for a while because when you're dealing with animals there is no placebo there's no back belief system oh this this isn't going to work or this is going to work there's just the animal and what you do you input into the nervous system and that nervous system responds accordingly and like i said some of our biggest miracles we've had with dogs that even recently we've had dogs that we had a dog the other day that 
has bilateral hip dysplasia, could barely walk. It gets adjusted, we put tape on it, and the thing's trotting around the backyard in 10 minutes. And I promise you that wasn't to make me feel better. <laughs> so we invite you to look globally. Notice the differences in your animal's behavior. Notice what they could do and that they are now struggling with and consider that a chiropractic adjustment might just be the key to helping you have a healthier, happier experience. I'm Dr. Wendy Corin and I'm Dr. Dave Lundquist. Have a wonderful day.